Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Oh yeah, you too favorite burnt out youtubers are back a couple of old has-beens season two babes <laughs> season two season two that's how we're framing this this freaking uh this podcast podcast that's <laughs> it i'll get it out uh we're gonna call this season two uh the truth is we stopped for a while because we were too scared to talk about things because everything was very scary and everyone was so angry that we were like we can't talk about anything here because this is too dangerous and it was just a big elephant in the room, so we just stopped because we couldn't talk about it and we couldn't not talk about it, Can so I... we decided just to stop. What a horrible fucking couple of years. <laughs> so I don't want to start this on like a, d- 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 like on a downer. I don't want to be a, a You're a, a Debbie Downer. A Stop it. Nigel. But listen, I mean, first we had Brexit. Everyone was divided over that, screaming and shouting at each other, hating each other. And then we had like COVID come along. And then we had what Rufus pulling out his hair. And then we had my dad dying. And then we had uh, and then we had lockdowns and all that stuff. And then we had like, told schools were shut. We couldn't go out. We couldn't see friends. And then we had like, now we've got World War Three on the cards. And it's like, what's going on? Give well, us a break. Steph, you know how to start a podcast, <laughs> don't know, you? Just everyone... list all the hideous <laughs> things that's going to give everyone anxiety. Yeah, no, but it's been, it's been a pretty brutal couple of years but i think that's what we need we needed like a little bit of a break from it because it was just sometimes you're like i don't know what to say about this anymore i can't do this yeah and i think also trying to podcast with kids at home is just not feasible <laughs> yeah so we're going to call this season two and we're going to come back season and week- two babe and we're coming in dry like we always do no planning in, no lube straight in dry that's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to do this. Yeah, no planning. So I was saying to Hannah in the car the other day, how how the last couple of years have felt for me is a bit like one of those sushi bars that you go to and you're waiting for the, the sushi to go along on the conveyor belt. But like, instead of nice, juicy sushi, it's 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 like horrible world events <laughs> coming along. And the minute you finish digesting one, you've got another one coming along. And it's like, can we not have any more horrible world events, please? Can we just no. have like a nice chilled out cut summer maybe where there's no wars or like or, or covids or anything or, or brexit or anything or any of that crap yeah wouldn't it be a, nice it's a lot it's a lot yeah wouldn't it be? so what so uh what have we been up to the past well in recent times in hannah mags what's been going down in the, the mitchellack town what's been going down i feel like um you're putting me on the spot here steph well you what's been going down in hannah world what's going on with hannah what are you feeling? What are you doing these days? <laughs> I'm getting people up to speed. I want to know um, what's going on. I actually currently I am planning a, another yoga course. Um, so I did like an at-home retreat for those of you who probably don't know, um, where it's like a yoga retreat, but all pre-recorded that you can do at home in your own time. There's like recipes and stuff in there. And I decided to do another one, which is all focused around the seasons of your period cycle it's just try and help women know how to kind of manage almost like a toolkit I suppose for like the month so there'll be certain times of the month where you should have 
certain nutrients to boost energy um certain times of the month where you maybe want to take your um exercise a little bit slower so it's kind of yeah tailored around that so these courses have recipes they have yoga they have meditation they have kind of a a plethora of different tools don't they like mm-hmm. a load of different things in there yes yeah. so i don't know what to call it yet though I, I i don't want to call it like period yoga or something like that but it mm. needs to be something about your cycle but then i don't want to like that's ugly isn't it flow through your flow <laughs> there you go. it's not bad there you go got it um so what's been going down with uh with me then i uh yeah a multiple thing a multiple i've just got back from Bel- belfast sorting out my dad's house working on a video of that uh, which I filmed going out there to sort out my dad's things, which wasn't actually as traumatic as I thought it was going to be. I, I I got through that without... My sister brought a load of Valium with her and she's like, well, if you need some Valium, then I've got it. And I, wh- and I was like, I'm going to try and do this without anything. So I did it without anything. I think I had diazepam and Valium on the backup, but I uh, didn't need any of it and just did it. And then on the way back, we should drop me off the airport. I was like, oh, by the way, can I have a couple of those Valiums? I'm going to go back and be with my kids now. So I'm <laughs> probably going to need them. But uh, she was like, oh, I've left them back at home. So yeah, she didn't... She, well, the place we were staying, the Airbnb. Um, so yeah, so I didn't get them, but uh, it was it was fine, man. It was it was okay. I, I, it's it, I, I think it's had a bit of a. I think I've got a bit post traumatic stress from it, so I'm kind of a bit I'm a bit skewiff now in terms of um, where I'm at. But I'm getting back into like things like cold dips and jujitsu and all my my gym and stuff like that to try. I think and it's really out. easy, isn't it, when you feel in a good place to kind of. The first thing that slips is all of these little rituals and things Mm. that you do to make yourself feel good when you're already feeling good so it's really hard to stay in the routine and keep kind of like consistent with those things when you already feel good yeah so there's that i've I've got this really toxic relationship with this new nft thing which was the last video that we did on our channel no we don't have to talk about nft you've you've had enough of hearing about me talking about nfts and if anyone wants to hear about it i've done a couple of videos on it done a video on my own like kind of personal channel all about projects that i'm into and also done one on the Mitch Hats channel where I just talk about NFTs as a whole. But uh, I won't go into it here because it's a whole separate podcast, which Hannah would not want to be involved in in any way. <laughs> I don't mind. It's just I've heard it all before. Yeah. Well, you've heard everything I have to say to me multiple times. I've got no fresh material. No, I haven't. You told me a new story the, other day, the other day. but I've forgotten it now. But <laughs> you did tell me something new the other day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> new material. I like it when that happens, don't you? When you come up with something fresh. Yeah. Because sometimes you, you, I'm coming out with something or the person's telling you a, an old anecdote and you you kind of like you have this kind of obligation <laughs> obligation to listen to it because the person looks like really excited about it, the story about telling the story i think i to... was doing that exact thing the other day and i in my head when i started telling you i was like i've already told him this like yeah. four times over like four years but, th- but then if you say but then you know i've when heard this four times then you it know when you're halfway it all, through as well and you're yeah. like well i can't stop now yeah <laughs> But then you, on the other half, you, the other side, you've got to try and be really enthusiastic about the story. Like, oh, really? Oh, you've got to try and put this face as if like you're really surprised at what happens, but you know everything that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the, that's one of the, 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 the negatives about being a whole back, whole back stories. That's what I'd say. Like just save a few once you're in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Just save a couple up or just, I don't know how you can do it. Like ration them. <laughs> ration the your stories. Ration the old stories. Keep it fresh. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just coming up with the same old shit over and over again. That's fine. Do you remember the time we had, we had my late dad over for Christmas and we just wrote down loads of anecdotes, which we knew he was oh going to tell gosh, us. Yeah. And we had them in our pockets the whole time. And every time he said one of them, we took out the note from our pockets. And said, Look, there's, the, there's that old anecdote. We've all got to do a shot now. No, it was just you and me doing tequila shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, that was the best roast I ever cooked after drinking all that tequila. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Sometimes when you have a little bit of alcohol, it sort of loosens you up and makes you a bit more creative in terms of cooking mm. and stuff like that. I always think like, I remember this one time, I don't know, I've probably told you this millions of times before as well, but it was one of my birthdays. I can't remember which one it was. I had so many of the bloody things right now. Right now. But um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It was one of my birthdays and we all went out and got really drunk. All my, me and my mates, we went out in Clapham. We all got really drunk. And I uh, was in this pub and I thought, God, I'm on fire tonight. Just I, was, I thought I was the best version of myself after a few drinks. Had a camera with me. I was filming a bits and bobs from that, from that evening. I, the next day I thought, geez, I was so on fire last night. I was just such a charismatic, funny guy. Everyone was loving what I was, my chat. I looked back at the footage the next day and I have never been more mortified at how <laughs> awful I was. And it's just funny Why, because... What were you doing that was awful? I was just, just like, being really know, just, obnoxious. You know, yeah, just obnoxious. Sometimes you get drunk and you get all like obnoxious, but you think you're being really funny and interesting, but you're just not. You're just being awful. I remember you being like that on our wedding day, but I was sober because I was pregnant. And I remember you being really obnoxious. And I remember yeah. me being like, get out of that swimming pool now, otherwise I'm not marrying you. It's certain, it's certain, uh, certain drinks as well do that. Don't, certain drinks have different effects. Like my sister, she can't, she should never drink vodka and you are dangerous on gin. I'm not you know, dangerous. You are I dangerous. don't really drink gin anymore. You thank God. And I, I, I'm a I bit, do, I'm, I do sometimes fancy a little G and T, but I just feel like it's, it's such a, um, I don't know. It's just so strong, isn't it? Yeah, and like whiskey. It's not really a drink honest. that you like sip and enjoy. Well, you can sip and enjoy it, but I don't know. It's just gin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, gin's the only drink that you can't really drink straight. Everything else you could drink straight, but not gin. Gin is repulsive straight. I think gin. We pretty... don't really drink that much anymore, anyway. No, we've cut down, haven't we? Yeah. Turned into... It's weird because whenever we do a month where we don't drink, mentally I feel so good. Mm. I feel so, so good. But I do notice now on on the months where we are drinking, or the months where we're not drinking, that I don't, I don't really ever miss it. Mm. I don't look forward to it at the weekends or anything. Like, I just don't really, not really interested. But then when we do have the months when we're drinking, I'm like, yay, wine! Well, we were walking around town yesterday and I was just thinking, oh, we should stop for a pint. And it was Monday. And I was like, what am I doing? It's, it's, I'm such an all or nothing guy. Like it's either I'm drinking every day or I'm not drinking at mm. all. I wish I could be in the middle and be like, I'm not that or this. It's the, it's the, it's in the inherent need to label yourself as something. Oh, I'm so, I'm like teetotal or I'm a drinker. Yeah. I want to do, I want to do both of them amazingly. <laughs> I want to drink every day or like be deathly sober and not touch anything. Yeah. But, um, I've just realised one of my pictures in my office is crooked and that's going to really piss me off until I straighten it, but I can't be bothered to get up now and straighten it, so I'm just going to leave it there, irritating me. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, I'm work. I've nearly finished a video of of us of of, of the Northern Irish trip. I've got to do, I've got to sort of finish that off. But it's um, I'm trying not to make it sad because going to visit my late dad's house is quite. It sounds like quite a sad video, but I'm trying to make it happy. So I've I've drafted in a bit of old Tom Rosenhall because he's the, he's the absolute best at the kind of happy sad vibe like his, his yeah. music is kind of it's very emotive it's happy but deeply sad at the same time if you know what i mean and, and that's what i love about it it's quite it sounds a bit like his vocals are quite fragile mm. it, not his, his lyrics and stuff like it's that it's a clever like way fragile. of writing yeah. when you can make somebody feel something it like skirts that. the line between sadness and and, and and joy so delicately and i love that about it so I'm just going to, I'm, I'm literally like, like have, the, have the ad revenue. I'm, I don't care. Like, make you know what I don't understand? How content creators these days, this is a genuine question. How do they create so much across so many platforms? They're younger. We're slowing down at like, our age. Even YouTube has stories now. And mm. like, then, then you've got to do like Instagram, all of, all of those faces on Instagram. And it's just like, how do you have time to... I mean, it helps if you don't have children, I suppose. But like, how do you have time to to do all of that? I think like, people are quite methodical and and uh, they they're quite they, they have a strategy. They approach it with a lot of strategy. Yeah, see, I've just like, never I need had to do that kind of three brain. Three reels a day or whatever, and one story a day, and one grid or whatever, and they just know each day what they need yeah. to do. And it's and then a lot of people as well have really tuned into the algorithms and they know how to play with the out al- what algorithms are doing i wish i had that type of they dive like, into the statistics they look at all that work crap. mentality like i literally just post blindly organically yeah, I know, me too. and yeah. that's all i do <laughs> yeah some people are really strategic about it yeah i and wish they, i was they follow hashtags to know what trends what's trending and what's going yeah. on it's like yeah it's just the way it is like it's just that's what's happened with the market i think, being... I think it's because we were there at the beginning doing this type of work that's mm. just not how i I work and mm. that's not how it used to be so it's like I find it hard to change my mindset with that yeah almost feels like you're tricking people if you're using all the tricks you know I know and there's something about like you know an older person trying to be down with the kids which just is so like tragic. deeply tragic I always think you know what I mean when you're desperately trying to do all the trendy stuff when you're like when you're over 30 but you're still trying to do all the trends you know it's a bit like I'm not old no I'm not saying you're old but like <laughs> in terms of like for this yeah, content yeah, yeah. production it's you know it's all about the gen z's now you know we've got to move aside for those guys they're all the ones coming through and us old has-beens are the ones just whinging about it all <laughs> complaining and stuff it does like that. feel like you get to a certain point don't you where you're just like oh back in the day it was much better yeah yeah proper roasted well i mean for us it was back in the day it was financially way better and then it just became saturated and now it's like ah but i feel like that even <laughs> it's in terms like swimming of like... pool. everyone's just jumped in because they're like oh that swimming pool looks nice let's all jump in now you're like hang on guys there's not enough room for everybody in here get out you're I ruining like it now even in terms of like childhoods and stuff though now i'm like god i'm so glad i didn't have ipads and phones and mm. and instagram and i'm so glad none of that existed when i was a teenager phones because it would be have worst. been a total different experience yeah because um there's that that I, I feel really bad because like there's some people now i think one of the girls that we sort of well, I don't, i've never met her i don't know her but she was signed she was signed with the agency we were signed with for a while but she has been taken off the agency now because of an old problematic tweet from when she was in her, in her teens and um it's it's i feel i, I kind of had an ele- a lot of ele- element of empathy for people like that because i just think like God, the, the shit that would come out of my mouth when I was a teenager. Imagine if something was there to catch it. Imagine if there was a big net that caught all the shit that you said 
well not really you i don't think you were that bad but as a boy when you're trying to be you're trying to be a bit edgy you're trying to be cool you're trying to say edgy stuff you don't really know yet you've not calibrated to like what is too far and what's not too far you're just trying to be cool and edgy and, and you say some stuff and and it's really problematic now but at the time it was just it wasn't it was just like some dumb thing to say and then they pull it like 10 15 years later somebody finds it and you're like oh my god i said this when i was a child and and you're held accountable for stuff that you said then and and people do not forgive these days the weird thing is like you're somebody digs out an old problematic tweet that you said many years ago that will literally define you from there then mm. on because they'll be like oh that's that person the guy the girl the guy girl the guy or girl who did that thing mm. They will forget all the good shit that you did if you did any good shit, but they just remember that one really bad thing, um, and and it follows you around like a stink. So I think this girl who we were signed with, she's cut, she's not uploading anymore. She's like, I, I can't do this now, um, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm always scared that I'm gonna wake up one day and I don't think I'm big enough or relevant enough for anyone to give a shit about anything I said in my life anyway. You know what I mean? It would be like nobody would care. I don't think I even, I don't think I'm I'm, I'm not popular enough to even to have haters. <laughs> I want some haters. Please hate me. <laughs> um, shall we talk about a couple of recommendations? I feel like we're both going to want to recommend the same thing. Uh, a series what, that we watched recently. What was that one? Euphoria. Oh, the first season was Yeah, amazing. the first season. First the second season, season I had to give up. The second season was a bit you lost. Wet, a bit wet, it? yeah. You you carried on with the second season, but I was just like... I, I finished it, but just because I, I wanted to finish it. Also, I just really like Zendaya. I think I think it was a bit at the start. I was a bit like shocked. At the there amount, was a lot of sex in about it. Co- the amount of cocks I was yeah. seeing uh, and boobs, and I was a bit like it became a bit gratuitous almost. It was a bit like another sex scene. Like, do yeah. they really need this sex scene? Do I really need to see this teenage boy's penis? Like, I don't. You know, this is what I want to do with my evenings. Looking at, <laughs> looking at boys' penises. But I mean, when we first started watching it, like I'd say maybe like the first five or six episodes. The cinematography is just oh my god divine yeah. yeah like it's just beautiful um i don't know it's just watching something in that format in a series format and seeing that type of real creative eye it was beautiful was, yeah you could watch it alone just just for the cinematography and the lighting yeah. the lighting was insane i think it's it's funny because lighting is always something that i really notice in films and series now because it's so hard mm. f- for people to get that right when it's not a natural light yeah, and i'm like yeah. god it's that's such an art because yeah. it changes the whole vibe of a scene doesn't mm. it um the cinematography is worth watching the first season for alone it is absolutely beautifully filmed uh, some of the some of the shots that they have as well we had to actually stop and rewind because the choreography is just uh, uh, impeccable the way they've kept sometimes it, you just know the amount of thought process that would have gone, mm. would have gone behind like there's a couple of scenes shots. where the camera just doesn't stop rolling mm. but you kind of follow a character and it goes through mm. it can go through like a building and outside mm. and into cars and mm. you're just like whoa they would have actually had to like choreograph mm. that i have such a level of appreciation for that when, yeah. when they do that when they when they when they carry along along a shot yeah. like that and you're waiting for the cut you're like this yeah. can't be they can't There's, have not cut there are lots of clever tricks that they yeah, can yeah. do when they go past lampposts and stuff and they'll use that as a cut but whatever but when, but even regardless when they do it it just seems like seamless seamless and, and it seems like they put that you know mm. a lot of passion into a shot like that rather than just be like okay let's get the job done so uh, yeah i really appreciate it but yeah i i mean i i the was casting just... was really good as well like the the people that they cast were realistic and yeah like 
yeah i just think they did a really good job with like the mum in it and mm. yeah yeah so you know I, I would kind of recommend it but i kind of wouldn't at the same time it's one of those things where it's first like if, if you want yeah the first season if you want to watch something that's be- beautiful then it's worth watching but uh but it's the second season just uh, awful yeah just recommend the first season yeah there you go well what other recommendations have we got I don't really have any. We've not really got. We've, we're kind of lost at the moment. We haven't really got anything we're watching. I know. We, we really? need a show, don't we? We need a really good show. Maybe maybe the Mitchell action. Maybe old Mitchell Axe videos. <laughs> I do find that like I'll go through phases of having like three really good books on the go, two really great TV series, and and then mm. all of a sudden when it all finishes, I'm like, oh no, what do I do in the evening? And like yeah, yeah. and then it takes me ages to find anything that kind of measures up again. It's quite good for me because I'm getting back to jujitsu now because there's nothing really to do other than yeah. I, I do find though that when we have those those periods where we don't have a show or a book or anything, that we both end up being more creative or mm. just more active. I I went climbing for the first day the other day with my good friend Jason, who's done a podcast with me before, uh, and that was fun. But what the the most interesting thing about that uh, session was just seeing how incredible human beings are when when you look at some of these walls which is like the size of a like a house basically over a flat like just a flat wall the size of a house and then you've got these couple of little tic tacs like stuck to it <laughs> and that's what people climb up and you, some of them it just looks impossible you're like oh, humans are amazing that we can what do is this. that called you know people do it there's i think we watched a documentary Free on solo. it once there's a film where that. yeah that guy literally climbs up mountains with nothing you couldn't watch it could you i had to keep looking away mm. it was I, I don't know what it was about i don't know if it's because i've got sons mm. but we're like watching this guy climbing a cliff face mm. with no harness or helmet or like anything i was just like ah oh. that's what you're like every time you watch the kids climb a tree shut <laughs> up where you reacted to that <laughs> like god they've got no harness on but uh yeah we um we had a great day the other day we had a, we, we had an, um, a really nice weekend and we went away to um what, we're, uh, such a beautiful hive place. beach in dorset hive beach in dorset it's so lovely isn't it mm. I just, god it's such a beautiful part of the uk yeah it's um, got that do you know what i really like about it it's got my perfect um texture of sand Oh, really? it's like, like yeah Stony. but they're like really small yeah. stones mm. like there's that texture of sand that i really like because when you have kids with sandy feet yeah. it's so much easier to get it off than like the actual like small mm. sand and it feels really nice and it exfoliates your feet it's just great to go somewhere where there's just like it's just so undercomplicated and yeah. so simple and we always have the best time when it's simple yeah. anytime we do anything anytime we go anywhere if it's simple like a park or woodland or something or just some anything that's simple it works really well yeah it's funny i was saying to you even if we'd booked a table at a, at a pub or something, it would have then complicated it because we would have been rushing to get there and it would have kind of taken the spontaneity out of it. Mm. Mm. It's nice being able to go somewhere and just be a bit spontaneous Yeah. again. Yeah. Not having to like book if you just want to go for one drink in a pub. God, do you remember that? You would have to book to go for like a drink, but then you could, after COVID. Oh yeah. And then you could only stay for like an hour and unless you, and then you had a meal and. Yeah. God, I think I've still got, I think, I think a lot of people still got PTSD from the past couple of years. I really hope like just to go. Some things I've just forgotten, but I think it's because my brain's just blocked it out. You know, you know what though? The one, the one saving grace about the current conflict that we have with Ukraine and Russia is that we're not yet been divided over it. There's not division. Like everything else that happens, the big world events, there's this kind of weird way, weird division that happens with all Mm. of, with all the world events where things are divided and and currently i can almost see i can almost see the machine working 
and trying to find the division but not being able to because everyone's on the same side nobody, nobody wants a war nobody wants nobody wants a war mm. not with a nuclear power holy shit no and this is why i say to you before it's like a zero-sum game like you cannot and everyone's like well you can't let them bully and it's like yeah you can if they've got fucking nukes you you have you we can't we cannot we cannot the way i where, the way i see it is just we, we have to all help as much as we can open our doors and let as many people in as we can to help them of course you know give them all the support we possibly can but we cannot go to war we cannot have world war three i stand i would like i will go out there and i will protest if i have to anti for anti-war i do i i want i i don't know i just it seems weird I, i'm so upset with humans in a way that we're so stupid that we build these machines that can basically just kill us all it's like I don't get this. Why have we built these massive, great, big nuclear warheads that are designed to kill as many humans as possible? It's like this seems like a weird thing for us to do now, but then I get it because if if somebody does it, you have to do it. Well, it's a power thing, isn't it? If somebody it's has a, if somebody has a weapon, yeah. you have to have a weapon. It's like, oh, but it's like these are just too big now. It's, yeah, so I'm just hoping that we can. I, you know what I think. This I think is everybody's hoping for no war. I don't think anyone actually wants a war. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Anyway, There's let's not talk about the war. <laughs> no, but I think we've got, got to uh, put our opinion out there on it and, uh, you know, and, uh, and say it's that. It's funny because I like doing what we do on Instagram, like being content creators on Instagram, I always have this level of guilt for not wanting to talk about current global events because it feels like you, you almost do feel like you have an obligation to not to educate but just to like have an opinion but Dude. I'm like I'm I just feel like I'm always been one of those creators that I'm actually a really private person which seems mm. really weird to say but like I don't I don't want to have my opinion everywhere about everything mm. all the time like I want to create content that's like escapism content you know mm. stuff that like people can just forget what's going on in the world or forget what's stressing them out or do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know just, what you mean. but the, I don't the, feel the need to like add my But the thing opinion. is that there is, there is this kind of, sometimes with something global event will happen, you're almost given a template. You're almost given like mm. what to say. Yeah. Here you go, Hannah, say that thing. That's what you need to say. Yeah. And everyone, you can just see everyone around you doing the same thing that's been reworded. And it's like, this kind of feels really performative that it's not coming from us and it's coming from like a sort of something that we've been told that we yeah. should say. Uh, and it's like, let you know, I think it's, that that kind of frustrates me. It's not me. like not wanting to help, but it's knowing with the, the right voice way that you help. have. But it's yeah, not knowing the right way to word things or what you can actually do to help. You know what I mean? In a yeah. sea of people that are all churning out the same. And I d I don't things. like it when I I really vexes me when I when I see people like almost signalling that they that they just want to signal something, like that's obviously virtue signalling mm. over an event. And it's like, do you really care about this fundamentally? Do you really care about this? Or do you want everyone to think that you care about it? And that really upsets me. But I then a lot of the time, I don't think people actually know or realise that mm. there's a difference. You reckon? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. I just, I always think uh, people that listen to you and really like you should always know that what they're hearing from you is genuinely from you and it's yeah. from and not from something you know from a well-formed opinion and the, but the problem is that you can't form a well-formed opinion in a short space of time yeah though. you have to of course, you a long have time. been able to like read around it and read different opinions yeah. and not just be having that like echo chamber yeah not that like obviously for the current situation that's mm. not a thing but like 
to to be able to form an opinion you need to first actually have a fully formed opinion and the problem is like for me i'm i i i genuinely class myself as a massive fucking dummy like i'm not i'm not i'm not smart so my opinion i don't think it was well, probably going to be wrong but there is no objective truths in, in, in life so who knows if it is wrong or right what is wrong or right you know so it's just difficult to kind of put something out there and say something and be like well this is how i feel about it but also a caveat to that is i'm normally wrong in life so this could easily be wrong you know it's very difficult to know when you don't trust yourself and you don't mm. trust your own opinions you've got you know if you truly need to be open-minded you need to be open-minded to every single yeah. different opinion out there because they're all valid to the person who has them you know, and you have to, you, it's, it's, yeah, it's difficult to know. It's just, I think it's just, we, we, we're in this really bizarre place right now in terms of where everyone's at. I think everyone's still a bit shaken after COVID. Everyone's a bit unsure about what the future is in terms mm -hmm. of the, what the conflicts are going on. The, you know, the financial system's all a bit, a bit, a bit of a mess. People are just like, okay, what's going on? I think there's this underlying kind of anxiety yeah. that people have. Which, and I genuinely feel, and that sounds a really stupid thing to say, but I genuinely feel that we are all far more connected mm -hmm. than we actually think that we are. Mm -hmm. We, I think we all share some sort of underlying frequency that we just, that is just kind of, um, it's almost like a global underlying frequency, whereas everyone's feeling something. Mm. They can't quite pin what it is, but it's well, like a displacement. Because there isn't really a word to describe no. it because it's more of a feeling right yeah of course but there is no label for that particular feeling yeah exactly that it's some sort of frequency that we're all tuned into and i think that makes it difficult for a lot of people right now because everyone surely if you everyone romanticizes about like 10 years ago 15 years ago maybe look at what look at how we felt then in general as mm. you know we had our ups and downs and stuff like that but in general there wasn't the same kind of feeling that there is now i don't know maybe this is just something that i'm feeling which isn't shared amongst lots of other people. But I think there does seem to be a bit of a spike in terms of people where they're at with their mental health right now. And yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised with what's been going down. Yeah. Um, life suddenly feels more fragile than it ever did before, I think. Yeah. You know, and people are a bit more scared than they ever were before. I know I am. God, I'm terrified uh, compared to where, where we were. Like everything now feels really uncertain. Mm. Um, and you know when you have kids it's different because you kind of fear for them as well you think oh god what, what kind you, of what world kind of are you... they going to be growing up in in yeah. 10 years time and yeah. what are you going to be inherent uh, inheriting from us so yeah it's i don't know I, I i'm trying to remain optimistic and even with stuff like the video that we're working now on dad i'm trying to put a positive spin mm -hmm. on it i'm always trying to pull out something good from yeah. shit you know i'm like well what can you know what Sit can we through the mud to find the gold yeah exactly so that's what i'm trying to do all the time trying to trying to use it to pull out something good mm. you know which which is it isn't always easy, but uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle right now. I think I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've been, I've been using my phone more than I should, and I'm going to try and stop that. I'm, I'm, you've, we had a talk about it the other night, didn't we? Mm -hmm. There's a bit too much phone usage, and I think that's having a really negative effect. And I explained when I explained it to you, it made sense to me when I was saying I use the, I use looking at my phone to escape certain things that I'm dealing with, yeah, as a quick escape from it because it sucks me into something. And then makes when you I, forget about the, the emotion that you're carrying. Yeah, exactly that. And and guilt can uh, guilt. Sorry, guilt. Not guilt. Not guilt. Grief. <laughs> I'm not guilty about anything. Anna, I promise. Uh, <laughs> grief. <laughs> grief. Grief puts on different costumes. Yeah. Doesn't it? It puts on different costumes and tricks you. And it comes in one day. It's like, hey. And you're like, oh, who are you? Oh, I'm just a bit of anxiety. Or well, a bit of depression. It, and you're like, oh, though, because... sure, you're not grief. You look a bit like grief. Nah, not grief. You've dealt with that a long time ago. But it, it is. It's just dressed up differently. Yeah. I think. 
when I see you going through these little patches where you're not truly feeling yourself or feeling mm. like the best version mm. of yourself, I can see it more objectively because I have been through grief and I've been through grief, proper grief, 12 years ago. So I feel like I've I've completed all the stages yeah. that you go through. So I can objectively recognize them in you. So mm. when you're saying, oh, I'm stressed about xyz or mm. i'm stressed about work or whatever mm. i'm like are you really though or is that your grief trying to cling on to something to tell you that it isn't grief it's this that's making you upset it's not it's not this therefore you don't have to deal with the grief mm. if that makes sense it's like your brain almost trying to protect you yeah. when actually it's you need to sit with that feeling and like just let it consume you for a bit and deal with it that way yeah that's right yeah and i think like well, they say there's different stages of grief and one of the stages is like denial and yeah. it's funny it doesn't come in sequential order sometimes it can it can pop in yeah. in any different order and, and that's you being like can... i'm fine i've dealt with it yeah i'm yeah. good i'm great yeah i'm, exactly. I'm always asking denial, you how are I, you and I you're was, like i'm great i was in a really high-pitched voice denial of the death is like no they're not dead no they're not dead but it's been a it's been a misunderstanding but i don't think that is necessarily what denial, no. denial represents denial it's represents more denial of the grief of itself the grief. exactly that and the sooner you can acknowledge it and be like mm -hmm. oh it is that you're just dressing up as something else mm -hmm. the more you can deal with it you know what I like about our podcast, Hannah Mags, is that they are what? like a th little miniature therapy. Like, when else <laughs> do we talk like this about these things in in this way? Well, we do, but I guess not so um, linear, mm. you know? Like, there'd probably be little pockets in the day where we'd talk about something. Yeah, exactly. Rather than... Yeah. I've just looked at the clock and it is uh, two minutes, two, one... It's time for you to go I've to the gym. I've told Philly I'd go and lift some weights with him. Cool. Should we round up? So I've then? got to round this up. But thank you so much for watching, Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys, for coming back. If you came back, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> been fun. We're going to try and do these weekly again. Yeah. So please tune in next week yeah. for more. Uh, um, let us know on Instagram or any other platform that you might follow us on if you have any topics or ideas that you want us to chat about rather than us just going in dry and just chatting about ourselves yeah. <laughs> which is what we always do because we never learn yeah. um but yeah let us know if there's anything that isn't like a really heavy serious topic yeah. please <laughs> because i can't cope with that um but yeah let us know if you've got any ideas and we'd love to cover some of those yeah cheers guys thanks for listening Take care. Peace See you out. Soon. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.